Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Well, we go from international to state to local. It's all here on the Lisa Wexler Show every single day. And joining us right now is Peter Scher, who is uh, a Republican who ran for election to the Connecticut House of Representatives to represent District 151. He lost uh, in the general election on November 8, 2022, but that's an indication of just how much he cares passionately about the direction of the state. He is a software development executive and community volunteer. He's worked in IT for over 25 years at IBM and Siemens. He served three terms on the Greenwich Board of Ed, including as board chair, as well as a union negotiations committee chair. He holds um, a BA in political science from the University of Connecticut and an MBA from NYU. And uh, he feels really, really strongly that there's a right way to go about having these conversations and dealing with what matters in our local communities. And uh, I think it's fair to say, Peter, that you wanted to come on the show because you didn't see Greenwich politics quite the same way that Dan Quigley saw them. And he was on our show the other day. And so you wanted to give us your point of view. Is that right, Peter? Hi, and welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Uh, thanks for having me on, Lisa. It's, it's great to be with you. Um, by the way, before we get into local, um, I just so appreciated your last segment. This is so on the mind of what's going on in Israel. Everyone in the world is worrying about that, and uh, but particularly here in Connecticut and in Fairfield County, I was it was so great to hear all of the things that the uh, Federation uh, in Fairfield County are doing. And and as you pointed out, this is not an issue only for uh, you know Jews who live in Fairfield County. But I think the whole community is is just stunned by what is happening, and it, it's in everybody's mind. And I loved what you were saying about praying, whatever your faith may be. Uh, this is the time if we ever needed prayer, this is it. Thank you, Peter, and I and I know, and it's true. And I will tell you, as a Jewish woman, that it makes me feel really good, you know, to see and to know because I'm so immersed, and quite frankly, the majority of my friends are not Jewish, uh, the love that I feel, the love and support I feel, 
and the knowledge of That's history great. and the understanding. It's a big geopolitical situation. And, you know, we can all see it from many points of view because as human beings, nobody wants to see innocent people get hurt ever in a conflict. You know, yeah. but on the other hand, for Jews, existentially, we are interwoven existentially with Israel being around because our history mm -hmm. tells us that if we do not have a land that we can call our own, that when peoples turn against us, we have nowhere to go. Well, let's hope this thing finds some kind of resolution and we should all, all in Connecticut for sure, be praying for that. But uh, thank you. Pete. Anyway, that wasn't, that wasn't why uh, you and I were going to no, no. Uh, talk. Um, I, I, I think it's very, it, it's really unfortunate because this, you know, kind of what's going on in Israel and, and, and what's going on in the Middle East. I, I think for so many people, particularly people like me in Greenwich, um, and, you know, I think it's true in a lot of communities in Fairfield County, you know, you have to wonder the degree to which you wind up in these situations because of the kind of polarization, nastiness, and, and what have you that's, that's entered our society and particularly our politics. And, you know, Greenwich is one of those places I've lived here for 30 plus years. My kids were all born at Greenwich hospital, all three of them. And they're all now in college or out. And, and this was such, such a remarkable community with which to raise kids. And, and the place was particularly when Karen and I moved in in 1993, shortly after we were married, you know, you kind of had to fit into what is Greenwich. I know you live up in the Westport, Weston area. You know, that's probably the same. But what's happened is over time, it's really unfortunate because we I thought we were always insulated here, be it a Republican, a Democrat, or an Independent. Um, in the last eight years or so here in this town, it's been this slow um, – you know, kind of almost neighbor, uh, disliking neighbor, and a real nastiness has entered. I call it the, uh, you know, Washington or New York style politics invaded Greenwich. Mm. And it, it's really torn at the community. And that's why you have people like uh, Dan Quigley, who, you know, served one term as the chairman of the Republican Party. And his term was uh, sadly very divisive, and it was divisive within the Republican Party. It also added very much to a divisiveness uh, in the community politics. This was sparked by a locally by a group called Indivisible Greenwich, which is a, a local chapter of a national organization. Um, it was uh, introduced to Greenwich politics. I want to say shortly after maybe Trump's election where, uh, and the Hillary Clinton and Trump election. And uh, it was, you know, by some people who hadn't really lived in town for very long, a woman named Joanna Swamley and her husband. Her husband was a former vice chairman of Disney. And they introduced a very sharp kind of nasty style of politics to uh, Greenwich. And it really changed the fabric of our community. But it's unfortunate because there are people like me. I mean, Greenwich runs very much as a community by volunteers. Like, you know, I served 
I don't know why I did it, uh, four terms on the Greenwich Board of Education because schools here are so important and we were trying to make them better. It's a board that's split evenly for four Republicans and Democrats. Interesting. So I remember nature, when I was, to... um, yeah, I remember, Peter, Share when I was uh, on the mic at GCH that there was a time in which the Republicans and Democrats could not find uh, a chair. Do you remember that? There was right. all kind of, you know, they couldn't agree, but, but it's set up in a way that they have to agree on a chair and not automatically by a majority. So they're, they definitely had some conflict. And I was in GCH from 2016 to 2019. So it was somewhere in there that that happened. Yeah. I, I was, I was the, I was the culprit. So in, I, it was always split. And in 2011, I think it was, uh, I, I was the guy, I was the Republican who broke ranks and voted for a, Democrat to be chairman of the Board of Ed. And it was because I had been on the board a couple years, and we had this guy who was on there who was um, had gotten caught in a couple of corrupt things on the board. And I told my party, I said at the time, I said, I cannot vote for this guy. You've got to get somebody else to be the chair. And they didn't believe me. But at the end, I wound up voting for a less woman named Leslie Moriarty. Um, because I thought she was more qualified. She happened to be a Democrat. Uh, in, in hindsight, I did not like how she ran the board, but that's a separate story. But you're right. I, the, the fabric here has been changed. And I think, you know, Dan is an interesting guy. He got himself in a place where Dan Quigley being the, the Republican chair. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. He got knocked out of his uh, job. He got knocked out of the town committee uh, because he he engaged in this um, kind of nasty kind of politics. He did it within the Republican Party. He was kind of leading a one-man uh, Lincoln project, and he started writing these letters uh, that were straight out of a, a, a you know Democrat Party kind of narrative, and. Um, as a result, it was really interesting to watch. I'd, I'd never seen it in all my years in politics. Uh, we have these caucuses where the parties kind of elect their leadership, and they tend to be sleepy affairs. You know, they're held in January or February, and 30, 40 people show up in a neighborhood. This time we had hundreds of people who came out. 
And they were just really incensed by Republicans um, kind of attacking Republicans, which Dan is engaged in a lot. And they just voted these people out. They voted them out of the party. And so, it's interesting yeah, to me yeah, yeah, now yeah. that they, they that now you troll this narrative because, you know, these people lost. They were repudiated by the rank and file, not by the insiders. That now they, you know, run around with this MAGA narrative, kind of you know, textbook Biden narrative about Republicans and, and what have you. It's just, it's just interesting, but it continues to tear at the fabric of the community. And I worry about what happens because once you let those genies out of the bottle, they're very hard to put back in. So and so, let's talk about that. So you began Peter Share, we're chatting with Peter Share a little bit about Greenwich politics, and you talked a little bit about Indivisible. I remember that. I believe that mm-hmm. that was an organization not exclusively in Greenwich, but it definitely no, emerged right. as a response to Donald Trump and his brand of politics. I remember that, and it was Democrat. And then uh, some people say that um, the Republicans have their more extremist side as well, because not every Democrat was a member of Indivisible, and not every Republican would, let's say, be a member of something, you know, let's say, to the right of the spectrum. So, but do you think Peter Scher is somebody who is active and cares a lot about the Republican Party? Do you think that they're... um, that there is a, a split right now among Republicans in Greenwich, or you think that that's being overblown? Oh, I think that's very much overblown. Um, you know, I mean, this is an equal opportunity thing, right? So, you know, take current context, what's going on in Israel and what have you. There is definitely a fringe of the left wing, if you will, and you see it in the squad and people like that in the Democratic Party. They have their issues, right? In the Republican Party, similarly, we have people who were, you know, Trump everything forever, the man can do no wrong, right? And so both parties, I think, deal with the um, either end of the spectrum within their party. But by and large, you know, me being involved in Republican politics for locally for almost 20 years. What I see is the the majority of Republicans are still in unified behind some basic principles, you know, kind of smaller government, uh, very much focused on fiscal issues, particularly locally. This is a huge issue in the upcoming election in Greenwich. You know, the Republicans and Democrats have a very different vision of taxing and spending. Um, There's a set of bedrock issues, you know, kind of family and schools, something I'm very familiar with has exploded onto the scene, in my view, totally unnecessarily. It's gotten to be a very strident conversation. Uh, So I think Republicans are all unified uh, behind this. But then you have these, you know, small groups of insiders. It's probably 100 people in the mix. You know, they're elected officials, people on the town committees and so on and so forth. So you hear a lot of that and it's overblown. In my view, it's completely overblown. Uh, I I think this time uh, Republicans are kind of unified around some common things, common themes, common issues that are very comfortable for uh, traditional voters 
uh, in Greenwich, but we'll find out in a short period of time. Yeah, I, I realize well, people, I, you know, it, it, sell, it sells when you troll these narratives, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's um, it's distracting from what people need to worry about. You know, Peter um, Scher, one it's of the reasons. Nonetheless. Yeah, no, I hear you. And I do want to get to this because I know that there was some people that wrote me after uh, Mr. Quigley was on the show and they disagreed with his point of view with respect to the RTM, which I believe is a nonpartisan body in uh, Greenwich. I know it's nonpartisan in Westport. It is partisan in Fairfield. In Greenwich, do you run with a D or an R next to your name, or do you not run with any label next to your name for the RTM? No, the RTM is um, it, it is nonpartisan in Greenwich. There's no party affiliation. It's run by local. But that's a place, as an example, that Indivisible targeted. And it's a shame because it, it cre- it's an action that creates a reaction. So what happened is, uh, you know, I served on the RTM, and it was a very – a very strongly nonpartisan. Our moderator was clear. Anytime anybody tried to be partisan from a podium or something, he was he or she was admonished, and that was the tradition. Uh, then came Indivisible, and they decided that hey, we're going to focus on getting our kind of people on the RTM, and they did, and they were very successful with it. And, um, of course, that creates a reaction because then the local Republicans zero in on this. And the next thing you know, they're running slates. Mm. So it, it, it diminishes the organization. Like I watched, I went to the RTM. I hadn't been there in a long time recently to give you an example of this, Lisa. And there was an issue. I think it had to do with schools. And, you know, there were people getting up from the podium, bringing up abortion and calling people conspiracy theorists. Oh, boy. And, and, oh, and I was just I was I was a gap. Wow. Because I was so proud of what uh, the RTM had been as this nonpartisan body focused on local issues. And, and, and I just said to somebody and the moderator, the new moderator, we recently had a new moderator. She doesn't shut any of this down. And it's just it, it. We lose something when this happens. But guys yeah. like Dan, guys yeah. like Dan, they, they troll these narratives, and they're destructive. And I, I think, on some degree, they're they're reflective of a, uh, you know, a, a personal vanity, which, you know, uh, <laughs> I think we see enough vanity at the national level. It's not real helpful in a local community. Peter Scher, I want to thank you very much for coming on. Uh, you're certainly welcome to listen and call into the show anytime. Thank you for your service to Greenwich. Um, I always love to hear from people who have taken time out of busy lives to volunteer, meeting after meeting, night after night, sometimes political campaign after campaign to get elected to begin with, uh, because I really think they represent the best of Connecticut. I just do. So I want to thank you very much for coming on the show, Peter Share. Lisa, great to talk with you. Have a great day. Thank you. We're going to be right back with more of the Lisa Wexler Show. Senator Blumenthal coming up at 11.05. Stay tuned for lots more. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 